The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. It's the Black Health 365 podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside. After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle 365 days of the year should be a daily choice. Here at the Black Health 365 podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community with trusted voices and information to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. Greetings and salutations, 365ers. Welcome to another episode of the Black Health 365 podcast. I am Jackie Page, radio personality, as well as fitness coach, along with my handsome co-host. What's good, 365ers? This is the Black Health 365. I appreciate you, Jackie. It's your fit life coach, yogi, entrepreneur, all the things. As y'all know, it is our mission to be champions of truth and change by providing y'all with personalized healthcare information from trusted professionals. And we are here to empower the Black community to make healthier choices all year long. Jackie, we back at it with another conversation. Um, let's get into it. Yes, today's conversation is about uh, yoga and yoga practice and yoga awareness month september is yoga awareness month and uh i'm personally excited to have this conversation because and i've said this in a number of episodes um yes me and brit are close and yes i ask him 152 million questions when it comes to yoga so it'll be great to get another perspective um so yeah we're talking about yoga yoga awareness and how it can be a great thing for your life and joining the conversation today i'm really excited to have him uh brandon copeland um who is one of the trailblazers um, for trap yoga he began practicing yoga as a way to relieve mental stress and focus um, more on being mindful and is a graduate of the other hu howard university i didn't know you were i didn't know i was walking into this (laughs) the 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 illustrious howard university yes thank you thank you thank you I'm going to let you have it because, you know, it's all love on the Black Health 365 podcast, but Hampton University, real HU. Um, Britt, go ahead and take it out before we start going back and forth. You know, HU, HU. <laughs> I'm outside of this conversation. I went to Georgetown. Um, I wish I went to a HU. Uh, but, you know, we like to start these conversations off, Brandon. One, I just want to say off the front, as a Black man, um, as a yogi, as someone who operates in the healing space, you have been such an inspiration for me. Um, you know, I, I talking a little bit about my journey in other podcasts, I talked about my journey from drug abuse and mental health and, um, stumbling across yoga and, um, seeing what you were doing when I was in that journey at an early time point was really a marker inspiration. And the fact now that we have shared stages together, it's like, damn, I'm with, I'm with my heroes. So, um, I just want to preface all of that <laughs> before we get into our, our check-ins we, on the Black Hill 365, we like to just start a conversation. What's the knowledge? What's going on? Brandon, today in this time and space, this week, what's going on with you? How you feeling? I'm feeling amazing, actually. Uh, thank you for the the compliment um, and for really giving a lot of validation to the reason why I was practicing and, and being open and out with uh, my growth. Uh, I'm feeling really good, actually. This week has been one that was trying, but it has been one that showed me that I can still handle things when I need to and, and do so in a way that's, that's calm. Um, and so... Yeah, that's where I'm at this week. I'm in, I'm in a good place. 
I love that. I always like to say this, this, this line of moving in peace and maintaining um, through abundance, all the things that are happening to you. Um, that, that's really encouraging to hear. Personally, I'm kind of in the same place. Uh, a lot of great opportunities have been coming my way and I'm just trying to plug away at the, the best pace I can and um, scale the best way I can and be receptive and slip into softness where I can. So it's, it's a day-to-day learning process um, for sure. Uh, Miss Jackie Page, how are you feeling this week? I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Um, kind of like you both, you know, a lot has been put on my plate. Um, I'm very grateful. Not going to complain. Um, so just trying to figure out how to balance it all um, while keeping a smile on my face and while uh, also keeping my own sanity. So um, giving myself grace in this moment um, to be comfortable with saying like, can't do this, can't do that to focus on the things that I really need to be focusing on. But I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Like, in all honesty, I'm not going to hold it in and, and lie and I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm tired, boss. I need a nap. I need a nap. I love, I love that self-awareness. Um, and, and through self-awareness, we discover growth and going to the next parts of our lives. And um, that's kind of a good leeway into the article for today. Um, you know, we, we had a great article about men's health is, is declining at such disproportionate rates, especially black men. Uh, Jackie, I'm not sure if you got a chance to read the article, but it, I wanted to know if you had some thoughts on it. And Brandon, if you had some thoughts on just the disproportionate lack of health resources that are offered here for men. I know I have my own personal experience. What are some of your thoughts, Jackie? Yeah. I'll, um. So if you haven't seen the article or 365ers, if you want to dive into the article, um, it is in the Washington Post and it kind of um, talked about uh, mental health being a silent killer for men. Um, and I hate to say that it's not surprising, but it's not surprising. Um, so often I have two brothers, um, uncle, dad, um, you know, so often I don't feel like men are allowed to be open and be honest with how they're feeling. Um, so often you have to be the strength and the backbone um, and, and everything of, you know, the household, the company, everything. And that really doesn't offer up space for you to, to be vulnerable, to, to be transparent, to be open. Um, and, and people don't, especially in the black community, if you don't know how to deal with that, what do you do? Um, so I hate to say it's not surprising, but it, it, it's not surprising. Um, our society doesn't allow men or give men the room to, to be open. And, and it's sad. It really is. I personally can relate to this, obviously, in my, my journey as, as a man who struggled with um, dealing with my, my mental health issues. I, for a lot of times, depression for me looked like aggression, looked like anger. I felt like my back was up against the wall. My skin was touching my ribs and any type of energy that was sent my way was met with, with a strong reaction. Like, what the hell are you looking at? You know what I'm saying? And it took years and years of self-evaluation before I could get out of that that survival mentality. And uh, we like to say always healing is a verb and that's continuing. I'm still learning on this journey. But, you know, men, we don't ask for help. Men, we don't think we feel we should ask for help. We don't go to the doctors. It's it's so many different things. Brandon, I'm interested in your experience, and we're gonna get into it, I guess, on a global level about why you got into yoga. But this topic of seeing young, a lot of young brothers lost. How, how, you have any thoughts on it? Absolutely. Um, I was in your position, not maybe necessarily the same things, but going through Howard, I was going through a lot of struggle and stress. And um, the birth of my first son, who Lennox is 12 now, and 
he's he's doing well but it came after a lot of acknowledging the stress and the strain and that i think the word you said survivor mentality you have a lot of times as a black man for me of course as a young father that's multiplied but i think a lot of us um as men and as black men and especially um find or have been found to be valuable for our ability to take on stress to be survivors to deal with the system that's literally trying to and effectively killing us or jailing us putting us in positions to to die disproportionately um soon and i think that another word that i heard you say like living in abundance is something that has to be learned um i find myself going to my father now who's lived 50 some odd years and asking him like how do you live in abundance how do you get out of that survivor mentality how do you go from feeling that strength is being able to turn nothing into something by whatever means necessary or by internalizing the inability to do that because the odds are stacked against you and kind of devolving or um you know losing yourself how do you do that um and i think that a lot of men whether they have the money or the resources or even the talent don't necessarily know how to translate those gifts into gifts for themselves um, and I love yoga for that reason, because it allows you to take that energy and emotion and transform it and transmute it and make it something that can um, be not only inspirational for others, but give a validity to your life that you deserve. I think a lot of times men, we are, we, and not just that we do it well all the time. <laughs> I don't want to paint a picture that all men are like knocking it out the park. And um, I think that all, I don't say all, um, but I think that many of us want to do well, and there are so many barriers that I think are in place as far as us finding ourselves first and learning that that is what is going to help us kind of listen to what that dharma is or that path, you know, that we should be taking um, and not necessarily forcing a path that's been presented. Uh, I think that that confusion is really what strikes us as a community really the hardest, um, but men in general, definitely, you know, just in American society, that, that's a problem. Brandon, I'm sitting here listening to you, brother, and at all and such appreciation and just like everything you're saying just speaks to the ethos of who I am um, as one black man to another, as young yoga instructor to another. Jackie, feel free to join in on this conversation. This is, <laughs> but I'm just, uh, this, this is good stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get deeper into this conversation. I think the Dharma talk for today, 365ers, has kind of already started, but just to have an extension from what everything Brandon just said is, um, you know, coming from a quote from my favorite philosopher, Alan Watts, there's a wisdom and in insecurity and there is a power in cultivating a language of vulnerability. And for black men, for men in general, for everyone in general, cultivating that language of vulnerability will allow you to communicate effectively all of the energy that's pent up inside you so that it can be expressed and help you navigate life as best as possible. Um, and in that process, you can create congruency between your thoughts and your actions that optimize the population um, and yoga for me was that vehicle, that vehicle of self inventory to help me find my dharma, my path. Let's get into this conversation. Listen, I need another. Can we get another co collection plate, please? Because between Brandon and Britt, we need pass. <laughs> Somebody, okay. Because <laughs> y'all out here just dropping, dropping all of the gems and hitting all the notes. Um, Britt, I've heard your story of how you got into practice. Um, 
And uh, Brandon, I've heard so much about you through Brit. So I, I got to know, how did you get into to the practice of yoga? Like what started this thing for you? Man, uh, it was pure. It was God. It was purely um, circumstantial. I was dating Lennox's mother, my oldest son at the time at Howard. And uh, Groupon came out and I was looking for easy date ideas and things to do. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let's try. I was like trying stuff and doing stuff. And at the time, you don't remember, uh, Groupon was a big deal. Like, it was like, oh, you could try this, you could do that. You know, especially as a college kid, it was cool to be able to do something that I would not have thought about. And so she lived right up the street from a yoga studio. I thought it'd be a cool date. So um, we went and I got in there and started practicing and was just like oh wow this is something like this is i had never considered what yoga was or you know i grew up in church but never considered the spiritual aspect of it and so i liked it um but then it became it was i went once or twice and then like i said my son was on the way and i was like scared i already didn't have money for yoga so i definitely didn't have money for a baby um and so i knew that in order to stop the spiral that i was starting to experience i would have to accept kind of my space in life and i was looking for ways to do that i went through like i said uh like 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 you said brett through the the normal college thing you're drinking or, you know doing other things you don't need to be doing all the time in order to deal with your stress right um and i think that it wasn't until i said all right well i'm just gonna i skip class i'm just gonna go to this class and see what i can get and i remember it hit me as i walked away that none of my problems had changed but because I was vulnerable, like Britt said, and kind of got to my wit's end and was just able to listen, that I felt ease. I felt as if this insurmountable problem, which I knew it wasn't, you know, like I knew I grew up, my mom had me at Clark, you know, so I knew that life can grow from, you know, uh, uncertain circumstances, right? I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And so I realized after that class, like I didn't know I have to know it was okay. You know, like I can, I realized, like, I think I said earlier that there's a gift in being able to handle stress for yourself uh, and not just being the right place to have a kid or everything seeming perfect. And so it, I took that knowledge and started to just chase it. I was like, well, if I can figure this out. I can do a lot. And so I just kept going and kept, leaving class to go to that class and not telling my friends and figuring out, you know, how does this work? Because I was studying psychology at Howard um, and got enamored with the fact that they could take all of these people, none of which look like me, right? All white women, white, maybe even black women sometimes, but this is like 2012, 2010, excuse me. So it was very different. Um, and how did we all seem more related to each other in the class? How did we all seem less stressed? How did it seem as if some collective tension was released and that really anchored my um studies at howard and really changed my perspective on what yoga and you know um really my energy could be i love that you used the word earlier of transmuting energy um and in that process you discovered so much about yourself you know yoga is so many things and um, i think there's a lot of misconceptions in the west about what yoga is what does yoga mean to you if someone had to ask you that question just straightforward yoga it's it's it, it well definitionally yoga is the 
stilling of the fluctuation of the mind, right? If you're looking at what that is. But that process is represented by so many different things. For me, yoga is your unification with God, your, your connection through whatever action or inaction to a part of you that is at peace. And I say at peace because that seems to be the real definer of what that God force kind of represents. I think you can find peace, like I said, in a chaotic place, right? It's it's not as if, I think a lot of times we see yoga and are presented yoga, like you said, in the West as, as a, a place in life, uh, an image, the way that your body looks, a pose that you can do, a perceived amount of days meditating. And in my mind, it's that it's only captured in the breath. It's captured in the one moment, like the space that we're in now, right? It's this vibrancy that's coming from me is real, you know? And I think that that ability to tap into that in order to feel the peace that I think that we're promoting in this conversation and kind of has become a, a pattern within our lives, that's, that process is yoga. There's karma yoga, which can be giving of yourself, um, you know, for charity and things like that. There's raja yoga, which is movement. There are many pathways. There's studying, you know, um, different, texts and sages and gurus there's many pathways to understanding that that peace is within you um, but yoga is simply the action of unifying with that space within yourself the brahman uh, with your atman or your soul with the mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the mccrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A higher spirit. Oh, God. For a 365er that's listening right now, and they're hearing what you're saying, and they're like, you know what, I, I feel like I kind of want to step into this a little bit. I want to learn more. Um, you know, where would you say to start? What would be that like baseline thing for somebody new to this? What what should they do, or where should they begin? Yes, I would say start with the body. Um, I think that starting the practice is like a technical thing. I would say, like if I have to give you exactly what to start doing, start doing some sun salutations in the morning. I think just to get an understanding of where your body is in that day. The health benefits that I've experienced with yoga have really changed the way that I perceive things mentally and spiritually. So I think a lot of times I, I'm coming from this place where I've been practicing for ten years and God, and I'm talking about all these things that can seem as if they're not necessarily, it's harder to touch for new, newer students. What I can say is that you feel that feeling when you practice, right? So getting on the mat, learning to accept what you feel when you get there and just taking the time, even if it's just to lay there, right? The mental health, the, the mental health, um, um, the, your mental health is bolstered by just taking the time to look at the device, the, the, the connector, between you and that higher power, you know? And so I think that starting with the device, with the body is a good thing. And remembering, remembering, remembering all my beginners out there, please listen. The yoga practice is not the physical practice, what you see people like me and Britt doing and Jackie, do, you know, like, oh, I want to get to that point. That is a part of it, right? But it really, the practice is meant to get your body into a place where sitting in stillness is easier. That's it. 
So if you're really tired and you're like, oh, I can't get this trying, you're, trust me, just, you're doing it. Stay with it, stay with it. And the body will change. Um, your health will change. You'll start to notice as you continue to practice when you feel good exerting that energy. And then at the end, you'll be able to sit in stillness and that peace that I described earlier. I love how you described that, Brandon, and um, such a practical toolkit, especially for Westerners, um, to get into the practice of yoga. And as we know, yoga is that ancient philosophy with a lot of different routes to reaching what you describe as the Brahman and then um, and getting into in touch with our higher selves, our higher consciousness, but our vessels, using our vessels, our physical vessels to tap into it. Um, that's what saved my life. Um, and I always tell people, because our, our bodies are our subconscious minds. And when we can systematically address our bodies in a way, it allows, at, at, a, at, a, at a scientific level, it, it allows us to tap into the parasympathetic system. And so you ever go to a class and then afterwards, you know, it's classes intense and you're exploring parts of your body like, damn, I didn't even know that was there. And that muscle. And, but afterwards, it's this euphoria that comes over you like, like rain. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. And so I think that's very accessible for a lot of Westerners. Um, who maybe don't have the the background of of you know people in the East um, in spirituality. I agree. I agree. I'm sorry, Jackie. I know we, we talked about. I'm I'm rapping, but I'm jumping there because I love how you said that because it's so true. And studying psychology, I went to school to figure out like, why do we do what we do. And one of the things I learned early was that 90% of your actions are subconscious. Like even when I just did this, I didn't think open your hands to show more. Th it's like these things are happening. We live within our bodies and our bodies are, they kind of live within us. Like the things that we think are the things that we carry within our body. And you, and the interesting thing is that time makes it difficult to connect those things. You don't think, well, I was upset yesterday. So I ate a pint of ice cream and ate a pint of ice cream. And now today I can feel it. I feel sluggish. We think, oh, I just don't feel good. Or, we, you know, we're not tapped into those places where that that energy or that subconscious mind has made our actions reflective of how we actually feel. And so when we get into the body, we really get a chance to tap directly into those spaces, those muscles, those spots that literally hold the tension that we're not paying attention to in our subconscious mind, and we let it go. So without even interacting with the problem, without interacting with a solution even, we get we get relief and release, um, and I think that going back to the first topic, that's what black men and men and people need is the ability to let some of that stress go. Happy sixty second birthday, Granddad! Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, what does it say? Beware! If you are sixty or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. You know, what I'm so impressed with work, the work you've done and the spaces that you have created is the fact that it reflects who we are. You know, in the spaces that you have created, you see a lot more people of color. How has that experience been for you? One, also speaking a little bit more, you talked about a little bit earlier. At first, when you walk into these spaces, a lot of white women and every now and then black women. But how has it been creating spaces of uh, yoga spaces for people of color? 
It has been fantastic. <laughs> it has been amazing. I think it has really come full circle right now in speaking with you and being here because I see you carrying the torch in a way that I'm like, I was starting to get a little tired. <laughs> I got it like Jackie said, I was getting a little tired. I had to, what I realized, and what you do realize is a lot like my yoga practice. Like I like to go real hard be you know uh, you see the practice you you know very explosive in a way and I, i've learned in the last um really year to learn to find calm and peace and ease um and so in knowing that that effort has inspired people like yourself people who like trenton who teaches with me now or like all of these different people that i see in class really my classes have been black since we started which is something i never even saw and so it I could gush forever. It's it's amazing. It's really something that's anchored my understanding that I don't have to go so fast. I don't have to. It's not a competition. I can kind of slow down, make sure that my ducks are in a row, and try to be more creative um, and continue to 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 do that and not get caught up in the cycle of uh, which I really admire you. You know, like you you I can see the how genuine you are and what you do and i can see that you're organized in order <laughs> and i'm like learning that part of it having come from such a passionate place that it's good to see that you know dc at least is in good hands you know that means the world to me brother you have literally no idea thank you so talking about creating spaces for us um you have been one of the big trailblazers when it comes to trap yoga um let's talk about trap yoga what exactly is that and how did you actually land on we about to bring some trap trap to yoga yeah absolutely trap yoga started in out of a space of um really kind of angst for me i was it was 2015 um i was practicing heavily at that point um and practicing difficult yoga styles like ashtanga yoga which is a really rigid yoga practice um, i was just learning how to push myself and take it to another level and the way that i did that was i would go to class and i would take class and i knew the owners and, and was cool with them we, you know we kind of hung out and so um, i would hang out after class and we just practice poses and kind of just spend another hour and a half playing um and i always would play what i wanted to play like we would pick songs like they play a song i play a song and so i realized when my songs came on i'm moving different i'm feel, i'm here you know it wasn't something that i had and i had been warring with myself i went i, I stopped teaching at studios because i had been trying to conform and i didn't want to do that i knew i didn't want to do that um, i had been trying to do the right thing um, and i knew that i knew enough and had devoted enough to find to to honor what that was in a way that made sense for me and my friends um and so that's really it uh, it was october 25th 2015 2015 and i um was at lululemon in georgetown and they had given me the month to teach classes and i had been trying to teach everyone it was my birthday october 25th scorpio season right and so i taught the class and it was packed it was huge it was and it was the first time that i had seen that many black people in a yoga class and I was like, nope, that's it. And I, it was good. And so I just started going. I think Dirty Sprite came out shortly after and the rest of sister. Dirty Sprite too. Shout out to Future and uh, Intrigue. <laughs> Listen, I love how you took the cold sugar and you like ran with it. You're like, hey, this is me. This is who I'm about. And I'm about to mesh who I am with what I like to do. And it exploded because now it's trap everything. Trap, yoga, trap, 
disciple trap. It's a little bit of trap everything, but I love it, especially coming from the radio side of things. Um, and, and then, and sitting in the same role of, you know, I'm a radio personality, but then I also do, um, you know, fitness as well. I think we always try to find a way to infuse the two together. So it's just great to see that you were able to do that. And really, like I said, be a trailblazer, um, in this arena because, you know, before, we weren't really talking about trap music to anything and it wasn't an accepted thing. So yeah. Uh, kudos to you for that. And thanks for, you know, being a troublemaker with that. That's, that's dope. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The last thing I'll say about it is as a Southerner, it's really a, a, a labor of love. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I'm so happy as well <laughs> that our music is there um, and and think that it really is a marker, not just of the power of just trap music, but blackness plus wellness. And I encourage everybody to practice, teach and develop your own you know, styles and and just share that love. A hundred percent agree and relate as a, as a Georgia boy, Albany, Georgia raised. Um, <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, okay, 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 oh, Penny, okay, okay. You're about to give me <laughs> look. We're about to get started on something else. Go ahead. Now nah, you good, bro? <laughs> I love that energy, and it's, it's good to know that people know Albany is on the map. Um, you know, trap music for me, man. The beats, the 808s, that's ancestral for me. I feel like the heartbeat when I listen to it. And for me, my yoga practice centers on three things: authenticity, curiosity, and presence. And yoga for me is a body. That's a living body. Of course, it comes from ancient tradition, thousands of years old. But the human vessel, you know, it's we're constantly evolving as people. And why not tap into our roots? Um, and so that more people are being introduced to it. And so, yeah, the first time I ever heard of you was trap. You're like, what is this? I was like, OK, like this. And yeah, so that that showed me and seeing you as an example that, you know, I, I, I can be a face in this space as well um that's that's really really dope you know you have kids and you said you mentioned you had your first child in college i know that was a process being a yoga instructor that process of learn still learning who you were as a man while raising a life um and maybe even teaching your kids yoga how has your yoga practice informed your um way of parenting and how have your children how have your children received that do they practice yoga? Yeah, absolutely. One, they practice when they feel like it. <laughs> I'll try and teach them, but my oldest does. Um, to answer your question, really, it has shown me what you just said, that the human body and that our lives and the way that we're living is an active thing. And it's not about necessarily the way I was raised or thought I should be raised. It's given me a freedom to accept them where they are and to accept where I am and understand that at times when I'm frustrated, like, those feelings may or may not be valid and, you know, has helped me, like we were saying before, transmute that energy into creating balance in my home um, and doing things in a way that I may have not seen or may have not thought that I could do, but that I'm willing to try for the sake of teaching them balance um, and achieving it myself because <laughs> it's a lot. I have four kids um, and they are a handful, but if you teach them order, 
then it's a beautiful thing um, and something that I'm, I'm really blessed, 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 blessed to be able to, to do. Yeah, absolutely love hearing that. Um, Brendan, we do a thing called uh, What's Your 365? And this is an opportunity where we like to open the floor to our guests um, to give a, a bit of advice or a snippet of information to our 365ers, like a lasting thought. So if you could leave the 365ers with anything, what would be your 365? My 365, hmm. I actually heard this today from a, a Howardite, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we love Hampton. Y'all did win. I'll put this on record. They did win against us in the in the Andy NBA it. True Bowl. Andy it. Okay. It. It, was, it was a while coming, but they won. They won. Uh, what I what I would say is, um, and I don't want to paraphrase it. I don't want to, to misconstrue it. But she said, "Believe in your dreams and walk towards them uh, with confidence." Uh, and I think that that is something that translates to those tough times that translates to those, you know, exciting times. If you like, like I did, you know, believe that something could be different or could be um, beneficial to those around you or to yourself, walk towards it, take one step and value each step. Like you took 10, 20 steps, because when you get to this place, even where I'm at now, you've seen these things developed, you still, uh, alive thing you know you're still somebody that needs to be fed and so appreciating that process is something that you want to do and and walking towards you know the universe and faith is something that i, I hope you do sam's volume of wisdom uh brandon it has been more than a pleasure having you on brother um continue doing the light work that you do not that i need to tell you to do it um i just hope that you can continue to walk in abundance and inspire others uh jackie any last comments on your end Ushers, bring the collection plate. How <laughs> oh, I got. And thank y'all for having me. And please have me back. I'm happy to to come in and uh, talk with you again. Most definitely, Brandon. If people want to reach out to you on social media, they want to connect. Where can they do that at? Yes, yes, yes. The best place to find me, and this will be being updated with all my links. I'll make it easy for you. Check my Instagram. Um, my Instagram is Brando Flows. B R A N D O. F-L-O-W-S. Um, and then if you want to see me in person, check out all the links are in that bio. So I'm going to just tell you about it, but they're there. Um, you can sign up for classes with me at tomorrow in DC and let me know about opportunities you may have in your city. I'd love to come see you. Period. Well, 365ers, as always, um, if you have something that you want us to cover or something you want us to dive into, hit us up on Instagram at Black Health 365. Again, that is Black Health 365. Go ahead and slide in them DMs, okay? Period. You can find me on all social media at Love Jackie Page. And you can find me on all platforms at Profit Fitness That Life. Uh, 365 is the root word of yoga is to yoga, to connect. And what are we connecting with? Our higher selves. As always, it is your responsibility to be an advocate for your help. Peace, namaste, and love. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels, created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez, executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell, editing and production, Jahi Whitehead, sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.